Hello and welcome to series two, episode twelve of the LDS study session with Come Follow Me, uh, with me Matthew Roberts. Uh, we're studying today uh, more from the Come Follow Me study uh, in January the sixth to January the twelfth. First Nephi chapters one to seven. I will go and do. And today we're going to finish um, the, this week's study with looking at the final section in the personal scripture study section, uh, which is entitled, Remembering the Works of God Can Give Me the Faith to Obey His Commandments, which covers 1 Nephi 4, 1-3, chapter 5, verses 1-8, to and chapter 7, verses 6-21. to <coughs> And once again, there's a lot to get through with this, so we'll dive straight in. We're going to go straight to chapter 5, as there's a lot to cover in this study once again. Uh, in First Nephi chapter 5, we see uh, Sariah and Lehi uh, receiving their sons with joy. Uh, and what I liked about looking at the Book of Mormon's stories video recently is that in, in many of the videos we've seen in the past, it's fo focused on the, the, the brothers and their attempts to get the brass plates. But there is also, in this video, uh, a cutback to Lehi and Sariah and the, uh, the discussions that they have during this time. Uh, and in First Nephi chapter 5, verse 4, we see that Sariah is really struggling uh, with this um, trial that she has to go through with her, with her four sons having to go back on this very dangerous journey. It says, And it came to pass that my father spake unto her uh, in reply, saying, I know that I am a, a visionary man, for if I had not seen the things of God in a vision, I should not have known the goodness of God, but had tarried at Jerusalem and had perished with my brethren. We see here that Sariah, in a couple of verses before, has uh, add her concerns and her worries and her, her struggles with having to go through this and Lehi listens uh, and responds to her concerns and worries um, and this is a great example for many of us um, in a talk called What Are You Thinking in April 2014 um, Craig W. Uh, w. Craig Zwick uh, said this quote uh, the prophet Lehi listens to the fear that underpinned his wife's anger then he made a disciplined uh, response in the language of compassion. First, he owned the truth of what things looked like from her perspective. And my father spake unto her, saying, I know I am a visionary man, but if I had tarried at Jerusalem, we would have perished with my brethren. Then her husband addressed her fears concerning the welfare of their sons, as the Holy Ghost undoubtedly testified to him. Then he continues on, quote, There exists today a great need for men and women to cultivate respect for each other ac across wide distances of belief and behaviour and across deep canyons of conflicting agendas. It is impossible to know all that informs our minds and hearts, or even to fully understand the context for which the trials and choices we each face. Nevertheless, what would happen to the corrupt communication Paul spoke about if our own position included empathy for, for another's experience first? Fully owning the limits of my own imperfections and rough edges, I plead with you to practice asking this question with tender, tender regard for another's experience. What are you thinking? Close quote. Uh, it's just another, a lesson which really doesn't, isn't covering uh, the title of what we're looking at today, but it was an important lesson, I thought, uh, that can be learnt about the experience that Lehi and Sariah had. Because then, when the sons return, uh, Sariah says this in verse 8, Now I know of a surety that the Lord have commanded my husband to flee into the wilderness, Yea, and I also know of a surety that the Lord hath protected my sons and delivered them out of the hands of Laban and given them power whereby they could accomplish the thing which the Lord hath commanded them. And after this manner of language did she speak. Um, you know, it's often discussed, you know, why didn't the Lord just allow Lehi to be prompted to, to try and re retrieve the, brass plate, the plates of brass before they left Jerusalem? Why wait three or, four, three or so days after they've travelled into the wilderness to then send his sons back? 
Uh, and there's a number of reasons for that. Uh, we don't know uh, quite what would have happened to the entire family if they were still living in Jerusalem, if they made, th made that request of Laban. Uh, but also, I think that there's a learning experience for not just the sons, particularly Nephi and Sam, uh, but also uh, for Sariah here, because it's clear that she now has this experience to then have to be able to build her faith on further, which then she can remember, allowing her, allowing her to obey the commandments more fully, uh, and for Lehi as well. Uh, this clearly is a lesson which they can then take with them as they continue their journey uh, into the into the wilderness. Moving on, moving on to First um, uh, Nephi uh, chapter seven, um, there is uh, further lessons to learn from this. We then go into uh, chapter seven where Lehi once again is given a um, command or a, well, it is a command from the Lord to send his sons, Nephi and his brethren, again into the land of Jerusalem to Ishmael and his family in the wilderness. Um, what is interesting is that we then go to verse 3 straight away and Nephi is going again with his brethren to Jerusalem and they go there. I find it interesting that there is no argument here by uh, Laban and Lemuel. There is no discussion of it being a hard thing. Maybe because um, they know that the task that they have to accomplish may be more easy. Perhaps uh, Ishmael and his family were known to Lehi and his family. Perhaps this is why they're more willing to go back to Jerusalem and meet with them. Um, of course, it is still a long journey, but of course they know that the reason they're going is to invite Ishmael and his family to join them, uh, and there are also the potential of future spouses for them. So, interesting, there's no murmuring. Um, but we get to verse 5, and uh, it says, And it came to pass that the Lord did soften the heart of Ishmael and also his household, insomuch that they took their journey in with us down into the wilderness to the tent of our father. Now, it's interesting that, for a start, we have to be notified that Ishmael and his household had their hearts softened. So obviously, this invitation to go out into the wilderness, into the unknown, is still probably going to be a challenging thing for Ishmael and his family to accept, even if they do know Lehi and his family well. Uh, we're obviously making this presumption. Uh, but clearly the Lord did provide this way, just like in First Nephi chapter 3, verse 7, we know that Nephi testifies of this. The Lord made it possible for them to, to accomplish this task. Um, in a talk called Do We Trust Him That Hard Is Good?, uh, in October 2017, we are told by Stanley G. Ellis uh, this quote, uh, Hard makes us stronger, humbles us, and gives us a chance to prove ourselves. Our beloved handcart pioneers came to know God in their extremities. Why did it take two chapters for Nephi and his brothers to obtain the brass plates and only three verses to enlist Ishmael's family to join them in the wilderness? It seems the Lord wanted to strengthen Nephi through the struggle of obtaining the plates, close quote. And so it's the point that this journey was not as difficult, perhaps that because they had received the strength and the growth that they needed uh, from the previous experience, that this time uh, this was simply a case of, as it said in, in the first verse of this chapter, to be, to be able to have a posterity uh, as, these, as these families made their journey further into the wilderness and eventually over to the promised land uh, that they were given. As we can finish looking at this experience, we then see Ishmael and his family and Nephi and his brothers making their journey back to Lehi. Uh, and there are some murmuring again uh, by, the, uh, by his elder brethren, Laman and Lemuel, uh, but also some of the, um, of the brothers or the sons of Ishmael. Uh, and we see that Nephi then starts to testify to them. 
of the experience that they've had, the, that the fact that they saw an angel, the fact that they were delivered out of the hands of Laban, uh, and then because of these experiences, which is what we're looking at, remembering the works of God, this now gives Nephi the faith to give them this promise in verse 13. And if it so be that we are faithful to him, we shall obtain the land of promise. And this if shall promise comes up quite often uh, in the Book of Mormon. And Nephi is able now to use this because he has seen that experience for himself. Again, leading us to believe that this experience that he had with Laban that we've discussed previously in the week was an important building block of his faith and testimony as they began this journey. Unfortunately, um, they didn't listen and they, they tie him up and seek to leave him in the, in the wilderness. But in verse 17, we see another example of the deliverance of the Lord, which we've been promised from the very first chapter of the Book of Mormon. It says in verse 17 of 1 Nephi 7, But it came to pass that I prayed unto the Lord, saying, O Lord, according to my faith which is in thee, wilt thou deliver me from the hands of my brethren? Yea, even give me the strength that I may burst these bands from which, with which I am bound. And then in verse 18, And it came to pass that when I had said these words, behold, the bands were loose from my hands and feet, and I stood before my brethren, and I spake unto them again. Now, two interesting things stick out to me from this. Firstly, as Elder Bednar has uh, repeatedly pointed out in the past, that this trial was not removed for Nephi, or, or at least he did not ask for this trial to be removed. He understood, after, again, his experiences beforehand, that trials and difficulties were necessary for him to go through. What he asked for was the strength to remove himself from the trial or difficulty. Uh, and this is what the enabling power, the grace of God is, uh, which we see asked for so often in the scriptures. And then in verse 18, once he has removed himself, or once he has been removed from these bands, um, he then doesn't just continue the journey or, or seek to just get this journey over with. He speaks to them again, which um, indicates the desire and the sincere, the real intent that he had that once he was removed from these bands, he wouldn't shy away from what he knew he had to do. He would testify to his brethren and invite them to continue to go forward into the wilderness. And they did ask for his forgiveness uh, once this had happened. Uh, and they were then able to move on and reach their father in the wilderness. So again, another example of how remembering the works of God can give individuals the strength to then further obey his commandments. Um, that's the end, really, of this study session. I hope that you've uh, learned something or found something interesting there. I invite you to share anything you've learned or anything that you've been studying with myself. Uh, you, uh, I'm on Twitter, at MattSRoberts90, or if you want to email ldsstudysession at gmail.com, then I'd love to share anything you've been studying on future episodes of this podcast. Um, thank you for your time, and until we meet again.